2: This is not headline news, Omicron has now been found in 17 states. I'm confused, didn't the Avengers beat Omicron in one of those movies? The University of Florida will give Tom Petty a posthumous degree, and to make it feel like Petty's really there, it'll be accepted by Ann Coulter. A man jumped out of an arriving Southwest Airlines plane as it was taxiing Phoenix's main airport. Even though the man was arrested and injured his leg, he said it was much better than having to hear one last corny joke from a Southwest flight attendant. Zoom has a new feature that makes it impossible to show up late to a meeting without getting caught. Still no feature to make sure everyone's wearing pants. And today is National Microwave Oven Day. It's a holiday that always makes me feel warm on the outside, but ice cold in the middle. This is not Headline News. -ah!
1: Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.
3: This is Charlotte County Speaks. Your chance to let your voice be heard on local, state, and national issues. And now, broadcasting live from a dumpy little warehouse behind a Taco Bell, the host of Charlotte County Speaks, Ken Lovejoy. News Radio 1580 and 100.9 FM WCCF. This is Charlotte County Speaks. Can't love joy with you on a Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Phone lines are open for whatever you wish to discuss at 941-206-1580 toll free 888-441-1580. You can email us the address ccspeaks@live.com. You can follow me on Gab host of the show and other related material up there too, as well as at Spreaker.com. Holidays are here. <clears throat> no, 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 really. They, they are. And the Port Charlotte High School band's having their annual holiday concert. So come check that out. December 14th, 630. It's going to be the Port Charlotte High School Symphonic Band and Win Ensemble along with the uh, uh, choral ensemble. Murdoch Baptist Church. December 14th, 6.30 p.m., right up there on Cochrane Boulevard behind the high school. Please bring a non-perishable food item, canned good, to donate so we can help out the uh, those in need this holiday season. As well as, uh, once again, another what I'm sure is going to be a great show by the Port Charlotte High School Symphonic yeah. Band, Wynn Ensemble, yeah. and Choral. Yeah, so there. Okay. All right. 206-1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. Of course, uh, next hour we'll have Dan Perkins on the air. Got, uh, I think Jim should be uh, up here in a few minutes. But uh, I was going over a couple issues because you, you really can... There's not much worth reading in the sun. Uh, so you can get all of a like on a Saturday, you know, if you're an online subscriber, which I am. But I would, uh, I would have to just... Gee, go figure! I'm disagreeing with the Sun's editorial. <laughs> really? Get out! But uh, I kind of agree, I wholeheartedly agree with uh, Senator uh, Gruters and the Florida uh, Republican Party. And I don't think it's just Republicans. I'm sick and tired of these nonpartisan elections where these people pretend to be something that they're not to get elected. And nonpartisan? My ass. You're telling me the school board? Oh, the school board should be a nonpartisan. We don't want politics in the school. Right, like it's already not being shoved up the rectums of most of the students. I want to know the political party of the person that I'm voting for. Because it isn't nonpartisan. They bring their partisanship to the, look at the Ponte Gorda City Council. Nonpartisan? My ass! School board, nonpartisan? Nah, I don't think so. Particularly Turtle Boy. So, yeah, I'm all for making school board elections, partisan elections. I want to know who you stand with when you're running for office. That's just me. Your results may vary. But to suggest that partisanship doesn't play a role in the decision that these people are making is a lie. It's just a lie. And they know it. We all know it. They just don't want... Uh, here in Florida, it's majority, well, slim, but nonetheless, here in Charlotte County, it's majority Republican. I want to know who these people are standing with. I want to know who I'm voting for. You don't know who you're voting for if they won't tell you what political party they're running, or they're with, they're affiliated with. I think we deserve to know that. Taxpayers deserve to know that. Parents
4: deserve to know that.
3: Just me. 206-1580. Hi, caller.
4: Hi. uh, Good morning, Ken. I'm confused about something. Are you saying that school board candidates in Charlotte County cannot declare what party they're with? I'm not just saying
3: that they they don't because they're nonpartisan races. They run as nonpartisan.
4: But But are they allowed
3: to run? As i, I don't Republican don't, i don't I don't know if they are or not I don't think it Matt I think it's a nonpartisan race as is the city council
4: well were you saying for purposes of, of a primary or I mean what I'm just wondering if it's allowed because we have a little project going on here and that was one of the questions I had for uh for some of the local Republicans and I haven't heard back yet. If it's allowed and maybe I guess you don't know to run as a Republican because it seems like most of them or maybe all of them declare NPA no party affiliation but I didn't know if that was required
3: it's an NPA race regardless I'm pretty sure you can't
4: you're not you cannot
3: yeah oh going going into the race I mean for for uh, purposes of running you're running as a nonpartisan
4: uh, candidate. Uh, okay, yeah, want we'll to look does, into this deeper, but I, I just wondered it, if if it was like some sort of state requirement as far as ballot. Well, ballots. look at
3: the school boards. NP, NP, no party, no party. They run as nonpartisan. You're not you're not declaring is is that you're running for Republican for school board. That's not how it works. You're running nonpartisan. Yeah,
4: Okay. Yeah, I, I just didn't know if that was considered like you know proper good taste or whatever for that, or if it was required. And I have to find that out. But thanks for raising this well, issue.
3: What this is, what Joe Groder, what Joe Gruters, and uh, there is some, some bill going forth that would uh, uh, ask that these that the partisanship uh, uh, be included in these races because I think voters deserve to know the party that their candidates are running with. You know, it, it, even though it's nonpartisan we all know the political affiliation of some of these uh 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 people just based on the decisions they make they can claim to be one thing but I think we deserve to know is this guy a Democrat running for school board I don't think it deserves to be nonpartisan I think that the the people paying the money and and voting need to know who these people are affiliated with
4: who they're okay so with. Joe Gruders is looking into this I missed that part of the setup. Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: an amendment. It was filed by Joe Gruters, who uh, uh, he's also the head of the state Republican Party. First filing seeks to open up any county without a charter to potential recall of city council and county commissions doing all that, but also making these uh, partisan races not nonpartisan. And I agree with that.
4: I think oh, that's they, delicious I think yeah why should. should people be able to lie and misrepresent themselves and sneak it by especially in a county with two to one Republican registration yeah I mean this wouldn't fly and you know darn well the leftists in San Francisco don't have any conservatives sneaked onto the school board <laughs> well and
3: that's the way it used to be you know you you you'd back in the day you'd move here to Florida. Uh, you, we had one county commissioner uh, uh, ran as a Democrat a couple of times, got his butt kicked, waited a, a couple of cycles, and ran again as a Republican and won. So, uh, <laughs> so that's uh, you know, just just change the party, and you know, that's uh, that's usually how it works down here. <laughs>
4: well, all right, thanks fair. for raising this issue.
3: <laughs> thanks. Well, I, did. I didn't. Joe Gruders did. Hi, caller here on the air.
4: Good morning,
3: Ken. How hey, Jim. How's it going? It's Jim. Oh, Jim Harrington over at your CBD store, Punta Gorda, Fort Charlotte. What's up, my friend?
5: I'm doing well. How was your weekend? Oh, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ken, I, I got to tell you, I wish you could have been with me yesterday. Amy and I took the boat out, and we went out and past. We were probably, I don't know, 100 yards offshore right by the sandbar. Yeah. And this school of about 11 to 12, I think we counted 11 or 12 dolphins, all huddled together, jumping up out of the water, splashing. This went on for about 40 minutes. We just parked the boat, drifted around, and just watched them for about 30, 45 minutes. It wow. was unbelievable. They were jumping up, rolling, splashing. I don't, know if, I don't know if they were playing or if they were feeding or what they were doing, but it was, I mean, I, I grew up in that area and grew up in Inglewood, and that was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. And to be sustained for that length of time. It was wow, it was it was it was um quite a day. It was good stuff to see.
3: Well, that's cool. Well, uh folks, uh Jim Harrington runs your C B D store down there at Pontagorda, the Port Charlotte at the Schoolhouse Square just off Kings Highway in between Ollie's and the gym. And uh, they're open Monday through Saturday, ten to three. Tons of C B D products in there, all of which are THC free. You're not gonna get high, you're not gonna fail a urinalysis This stuff works from the pain cream to the under-the-tongue tincture. Stuff just works. Uh, how was the weekend with you? How was Saturday, I guess?
5: Well, it worked Saturday. You know, the, the one thing I wanted to bring out this morning, about two months ago, and all through the summertime, I would order about five boxes of that topical pain cream per week. I'm now ordering 20, four times oh. as much. I mean, that stuff is so popular. I sold, almost sold out of it Saturday. Thank goodness I did next Day Air so they could deliver it to me. But, yeah, that stuff is flying off the shelves. People love it, Ken, because like you said, it does get in your bloodstream. It has no THC. There's not a drop of THC in my store. Everything in here is 0.0%. Um, I spent years in the pharmaceutical industry, and I apply that to the store, and I use that to base on the products that I buy and what I keep in here, which is why I don't carry the THC. But yeah, that stuff is just flying off the shelves. People come in. The reason they like it, Ken, is you know they come in and try it. Come in, whatever's hurting your neck, your back, neuropathy, arthritis in your hands, um, torn rotator cuff, shoulder pain. They come in and try it, and almost, it's not perfect, but almost every time it works, and they buy it. It's pretty amazing.
3: Yeah, the stuff does work, and folks, you can get in on this, too. Just head on down there. Again, they're open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 3. Jim will accommodate outside appointments if necessary. It's the holiday season, but... It's the holiday season year-round at your CBD store because Jim offers you free shipping and delivery on all the products there. So you you just can't beat it. Get on down there and try it out uh, or give him a call if you have any questions, 941-587-9029, 941-587-9029. It's your CBD store, Punta Gorda, Port Charlie. Give this stuff a try. You will be happy that you did.
5: Hey Ken, I got to make one correction. Uh, you opened up and said that I run your CBD store. You own it. Actually, I mean... that's it. No, your <laughs> CBD store runs me. Yeah, Actually, thing, it yeah. runs me. I, I had no idea what trying to run your own business by yourself, um, how much work it is. But you know what? I absolutely love it. I love the people. I love the business. I love that we're helping people. It's it's a lot of fun. I don't. I feel like I'm retired because. I don't really work. I'm just in the store having fun every day.
3: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, go, folks, go see him. Jim at your CBD store, Bonagorda, Port Charlotte, Schoolhouse Square, right in between the gym and Ollie's. Uh, you'll be glad you did. It's a great place to go, and you, you pick up the, some wonderful products for the holidays. Some of these are going to be some great gifts for the ones you love, the pain cream, the bath bombs, the lotions, the hard candies, the gummies, the treats for the pets as well. Check it out right down there at your CBD store. Jim, have a great day, and we'll talk to you again real soon, bud.
5: My brother, I'll see you on the 16th.
3: Oh, yes, indeed. That's going to be fun. Going to be fun. Coming up, America's hottest new curse word, Cleman We'll tell you what it means after this. We'll be right back with Charlotte County Speaks on News Radio 1580
0: WCCF. This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. Uh, another inflation report, not so much an inflation report, it's it's basically, it is inflation, global global food prices uh, skyrocketing, skyrocketing. I um Years ago, years ago, because I, I never believed the government numbers and the Fed telling us that inflation is in check, I'm saying this is BS, you take a look at the price of everyday items and they continue to rise at a much higher pace. Um, you can't eat a television, we all know that, right? Inflation should be based upon stuff that you need to survive on. And the stuff that we need to survive on, the stuff that that allows us to get up, to live, to exist every single day, the, the price of that stuff is going through the roof. I'd like to remind you, this is globally. It's not just here. It's everywhere. And the last time we saw global food prices skyrocket, there was a lot of unrest around the globe. Watchdogonwallstreet.com.
3: Radio 1580, 100.9 FM, WCCF, Charlotte County Speaks in 929, phone lines open at 941-206-1580, toll-free 888-441-1580. It was on this date 1969. 1969, two years ago. 300,000 fans attended Woodstock West, a festival featuring Santana, Jefferson Airplane, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Rolling Stones, all at Altamont Speedway out uh, Livermore, California. By the time the Stones came on, it was a full-on riot had begun. Mick Jagger pleading with the crowd to stop. Keith Richards threatened to jump in himself. Four people died, including uh, Meredith Hunter. He was stabbed by one of the hell's angels who were there to provide security because when you want security, well, who do you think of first? The Hell's Angels, of course. Uh, Gimme Shelter is a 1970 rock concert uh, flick about it. It includes actual footage of all the chaos if you haven't seen it. Good movie. Just saying. So there. 206-1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. Yeah, the uh, the whole uh, uh, school board nonpartisan deal, that's only been around since 1998. So, now the son, of course, gosh, we just don't think why any local election should be partisan. Jeepers, golly, because everybody, you know, gosh, we're all just trying to do the right thing here, right? What's best for the kids, yeah? Naive. (laughs) That is a naive opinion, Charlotte's son. But, of course, it's because they're leftists, so that's why. But I uh, wholeheartedly agree with flipping it to a partisan election, as I would also for the uh, Punta Gorda City Council, because you can just look and see. Of course, really doesn't matter.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
2: Play for free
0: right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's well, this? just, ah, uh, this position's open. We got a seat coming up for grabs. Nobody really wants it. But this person said they'll run, so we're going to give it to them. Okay. Is what it is. 206-1580, toll free, 888-441-1580. Well, along with the courts who have told drooling Joe, hey, your mandates, eh, they're not up to snuff, so no mandates for you, Joe. And nice to see one of Florida's biggest hospital systems suspended all of its... COVID vaccine mandates. Advent Health. Are they around here? I've never heard of them, really. Advent Health, largest in Florida. Never heard of them. Advent Health will no longer require its 83,000 employees to be vaccinated against COVID. Decision to suspend the jab comes after Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill preventing employers from enforcing mandates. Thank you, Governor Ron DeSantis company cited recent decisions by federal courts to block the uh, mandates and the, quote, complexity of federal and state laws surrounding exemptions. So there you go. However, uh, employees are still required to declare their COVID vaccine status. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, Wes, you don't have to get the shot but you're going to have to wear a yellow star on your little hospital suit. Hi, caller. You're on the air.
5: Yeah, good morning. Yeah, all candidates for any office, including judges, should uh, tell us what party that they're affiliated with. They may be uh, independent at the moment, but we need to know what party they voted for in the past, and we need to know where they stand on specific issues everything abortion it doesn't matter are they constitutionalists they believe in the original intent of the founding fathers all that information is vital importance to the voters
3: oh i agree i agree and look at these judges a lot of them my god they're just horrible horrible disgusting anti-american anti-constitution uh, uh, ruling by fiat i just yeah it's bad so yeah i would i i don't know how you're going to pull that off in the judiciary though I would like to see it they don't have to declare a party but I do need to know uh past affiliations and donations I think that the donations yeah, yeah, right the there is going to tell the tale
4: <laughs>
3: donations and affiliations will tell the tale and again if you're looking at a lawyer hell my god lo- look at the look at what the law schools have turned into the law schools in America have just turned into uh, a very ideologically leftist schools to where. How
5: how do you spell lawyer? L-I-A-R?
3: Ideologically leftist. Yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) L-I-A-R?
3: Yeah. Yeah, they are. I I really don't have a, a, a lot of faith in new lawyers coming out of law school these days because they just seem to be all just hardcore leftists who will make any excuse to, uh, uh, Screw somebody over. I, I'm not, not.
5: They're not thought uh, original
3: intent. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how we'll see how this goes. I, I hope Tallahassee passes this uh, for the school boards because again, it, it's too important an issue now. Uh, because you can't tell me that politics have not already been injected into the school. They already have. So well, it's it's really kind I of naive.
5: And looking at the textbook, it's almost impossible to, to get an idea of what's in the textbooks because their website is so difficult to navigate. Well, and they don't want they don't you want to know. To look at the
3: book. You know, and it used to be where you could, I, I'd take my social studies books home for to, to study. It's like they won't even let the books out because they don't want the parents to know what's in them. <laughs> and again, that's why we need to know. That's why we need to, uh, I'm all for parents finding out who these who these people are affiliated with, what political party they're affiliated with, and uh, because they're the ones, the school boards are the ones nationwide, who seem to be the most fascistic in their treatment of the taxpayer. They're the
4: worst. If they think a boy can be a girl, they need to go.
3: Oh, <laughs> without question. <laughs> without question for that one. Thanks. I, I, In fact, I, in fact I, I got a story on that. Thank you very much for the segue, sir. See, we got a good call. Well, it was nice to get a good call. There we go. Uh, yeah, boys replacing girls in sports. And we're all you feminists out there. You're just yawning. Have you given up? Are you such a hardcore leftist that you think it's a good idea that you as a feminist have your of the feminist ideology wiped out in favor of a bunch of trannies. Decades ago, women's sports, when it was under attack, was due to tradition and patriarchy with funding and attention lavished primarily on men's sports. Wow. The entire line came out in 72, leveling the pay- playing field. At the time, there were just over 300,000 women and girls participating in high school and college sports. Female athletes only received 2% of college athletic budgets, and few, if any, women received athletic scholarships back then. Forty years later, in 2012, great progress was made with 3 million girls participating in high school sports, 190,000 in college sports, a six-fold increase Since 1972. But instead of continued progress, our new woke, i.e. crap, culture is turning back the clock on women's sports. All in the name of equity, diversity, and tolerance. (laughs) Well, all this uh, equity, tolerance, and diversity is setting female athletes back decades. Along with the news of the latest... uh, uh, (laughs) Omnicron, which is a load of BS anyway, and the new life-crushing mandates. Story in the Daily Mail garnered little attention from the U.S. corporate media or women's rights groups. The headline, Penn. that's uh, University of Pennsylvania, Kentucky, for you out there in uh, Wachula. A UPenn trans swimmer, 22, sparks outrage by smashing women's competition records after competing as a man for three seasons. Will Thomas, now 22, he swam for UPenn men's swim team for three years. Yeah, Eh. Yeah. Matza, matza, Wanna couple of maybe silvers, some bronze, went to a couple of uh, college swim tournaments, but he was by no means a standout. They never are, are they? Read these stories. You, you never hear gold medalist male competitor. Uh, Bruce doesn't count because he was out of competition. Talking about current competitive males, gold medalist male swimmers. You're not hearing that. You're hearing about the fourth, fifth place guy who could never rank. Time sucked against other men. But, hey! oh, Will takes a year off during the Rona and decides to become Leah. And per NCAA rules, any trans female athlete can take part in women's events if they have completed a year of testosterone suppression treatment. And what does that compromise or comprise of? Ugh. So, Will competed in a tri-meet between UPenn, Cornell, and Princeton, where the senior blasted UPenn records in the 200-meter and 500-meter freestyle, posting times that beat almost every other female swimmer across America. Almost every other. The times are so fast that, quote, Thomas would have been in line to secure a silver medal at the NCAA's women's championship while her 4:35.06 in the 500 free would have been good enough to win bronze. The article doesn't say if Thomas was an NCAA level. He wasn't. I read another article about this guy. He was not. He was again, your average run-of-the-mill collegiate swimmer. Was not a standout and for the woke brigade that thinks that gender is simply a social construct, let's look at the Tokyo Olympic results for one of these events. 200 meter freestyle swim, female gold medal winner, Ariane Titmus. Her winning time was 153.5. On the men's side, in the same event before the finals, before even the semifinals, just in the preliminary heats, looking at the 39 male competitors, all but one would have beaten her gold medal time. The men's gold medal swim was a 144.22, nine seconds faster than the women's gold medal time. So what about the women swimmers training for years, now competing on an uneven playing field because Willie wants boobs? Or in this case, an uneven swimming pool against a male swimmer and not having any chance of beating him. Is that fair? Nope. Where's the feminists and the women's rights advocates? They're wimping out because they're afraid they're going to get canceled, like J.K. Rowling and Martina Navratilova. The pink hat brigade marching in protest—they should be. Because again, they're taking all your years of feminism and sweeping them under the rug, back into the kitchen with you. Similar stories of. Uh, the track stars, the cyclist. Several years ago in Connecticut, two boys transitioned into girls competing in the state track championship, taking first and second place in the 55-meter sprint. The winner setting a new state record as a girl, even though he's a dude. Team sports are similar. U.S. women's soccer team, 2015 World Cup winners, lost to a 15-and-under boys team from Tallis. Another example occurred in Australia when the women's national team lost a practice match, 7-zip, to a teenage boys team. This is not only a problem at the high school and college level, but also for the Olympics. In this year's Olympics, Tokyo Games, New Zealand, Laurel Hubbard, some dude competing as a women's weightlifter, making Hubbard, Laurel, I guess he goes by now, the first openly transgender athlete to compete in the Olympics.
1: What kind of a ceiling am I breaking?
3: (laughs) As a 43-year-old, Hubbard competed in the category for women in the over 87 kilogram. Hubbard made history becoming the first openly transgender athlete to compete in an individual event at the Summer Olympics, but he uh, failed a medal or reached the final. So there is that. But does the International uh, Olympic Committee uh, have anything to say about this? Apparently, their 2015 guidelines stated that athletes who transition from male to female can compete in the women's category without requiring surgery. To re- so, they haven't even had the chop a dick off of me yet. Just t- just testosterone. You just got to make sure your testosterone's low enough. But you don't have to have the surgery. Just pretend to be a woman lower your testosterone for a year, and then you can go in there and kick ass. Take home a medal. Won't daddy be proud? (laughs) Good God. And uh, uh, also, now even testosterone levels, a poor measure, really. Uh, That's no longer necessary. The new IOC framework makes clear that no athlete has an inherent advantage and moves away from eligibility criteria focused on testosterone levels, a practice that caused harmful and abusive practices such as invasive physical examination and sex testing. So, under the new rules, athletes can choose their gender for competition. How's that going to work out? Try this in professional golf, with larger and stronger males competing against women, the men hitting 300, the women. Two ten, and the men are hitting from the ladies' tees now because they're trans. They're, they've transitioned. Basketball, football, hockey. Imagine how that's going to play out. That's only women's basketball, women's football, women's hockey. Men transitioning into women for that. There indeed inherent advantages in sports for boys over girls, men over women. Some, as brave, prominent athletes are willing to point out, and this is the reason that there have been separate men and women sports and leagues from high school through professional sports. So here we are now with, with a college guy competing on a men's team for three years, choosing a different gender, now competing against women, and due to his anatomy, physiology, soundly defeating the women. How did the second-place finisher feel about sacrificing her victory to this douche? Were any university or athletic officials outraged over the unfairness of this? UPenn has an office of diversity and inclusion. Do they support this swimming travesty as inclusive for women athletes? Has Kamala or Kristen Gillibrand weighed in as they did during the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation hearings? National Organization for Women, where are you at? They haven't issued a press release on this outrage against women athletes. So girls, women, their coaches, parents, you should all be outraged. I know a lot of you are. I've heard from you. If biologic men can compete as women, it makes women's sports irrelevant. And why bother with the pretense anymore? Just make it a free-for-all. Anyone can compete with anyone, regardless of biologic sex, weight class, or any other physical parameter that confers advantage to someone. I mean, because... it's all in the name of equity, right? Right? Equity. I love the radio. It's so random.
2: Distance
5: radio and a big beat.
2: I was on radio. Begin the day with friendly voice. I true, so- Quality radio.
0: I'm driving, I got a guy on the radio who talks
3: to me. We'll be right back with Charlotte County Speaks on News Radio 1580 WCCF.
1: I was hosting a thing down in Atlanta where I'm from, and a a guy and his wife came up to me, and he said, I guess you've heard every redneck thing that's ever been told. And I thought I had, but I smiled and talked to him, and the guy said, but we swore if we ever met you that we were going to share this story with you. He said, last Thanksgiving... We went down to South Georgia to visit my wife's family and while we were there, her brother got his nipple bitten off by a beaver. (laughs) And I said, you have my attention. (laughs) And apparently as they told this story, this young man and his friend were driving down the road and a beaver ran out in front of them and they hit it with a car. And in the conversation that ensued following that accident, they decided that they needed this beaver to take to the taxidermist because they didn't know anybody that had a mounted beaver in their home. (laughs) So they climbed down in the ditch and they found this animal. And she said her brother picked him up by the tail and he said, look, he ain't even bloody or cut up or nothing. (laughs) And that's about the moment that the beaver came back to life (laughs) and bit his nipple off you got to think about that story for a while. I mean, think about at the hospital later on when the doctor comes in and goes, what's wrong with the guy in room number three? (laughs) No, really, what happened to him? (laughs) Probably the only time in history the headline of the paper could include the words beaver and nipple and nobody would be offended by it.
3: News Radio 1580 100.9 FM WCCF Forgot all about that other commercial break. Eh, what are you going to do? 957 here. And a uh, steam hitting number 1 with this song 52 years ago. Sports favorite right here. Just the chorus. So there. Uh, Coming up after a a fake news radio update, we will be uh, discussing current world events with Mr. Dan Perkins. So you got that going for you. Uh, Other historical notables right here. 137 years ago in 1884, the Washington Monument was uh, actually completed. that's, That's always good. 156 years ago 1865 though if you talk to democrats this never happened apparently 13th amendment ratified abolishing slavery republicans did that you're welcome and saint nicholas died on this date 345 a.d the real saint nicholas he secretly gave gifts to poor brides-to-be He's now the patron saint of bankers and pawnbrokers. <clears throat> Is it a Christmas joke? There. Thank you. All right, kids. Fake news coming up. You might want to turn it down and go pee or get a cup of coffee.